26. Uh, we had a reference to Exodus 40, 34, and 8, 38, but we're in Isaiah today, 26, verses 1 through 9, and hopefully we can get that corrected. And uh, we're going to read a few verses. We're not going to read all of it. It says, In that day, everyone in the land of Judah will sing this song, Our City is Strong. Everybody say that, My City is Strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Open the gates to all who are righteous. Allow to enter the faithful. Allow the faithful to enter. And then it says in verse 3, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. It says in verse 4, trust in the Lord when? Always. Why? For the Lord God. He is the eternal rock. And that's capitalized in my Bible. I don't know about yours. It says he is the eternal rock. Anybody know God's eternal? This way is eternal. He says in verse 5, he humbles, this is God, the proud, and brings down the arrogant city, and he brings it down to the dust. Says the poor and oppressed trample it underfoot, the needy walk over it. It says in verse 7, but for those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. It says, you are God who does what is right, and you smooth out the path ahead of them. Lord, we show you our trust in you by obeying your laws. Our heart's desire is to glorify your name. All night long, I search for you. In the morning, I earnestly seek for God, for when you come to judge the earth, People will learn what's right. Praise God. What's right? What's right? I want to declare to you that this way is right. We've talked about the way this month, the way of God. We've talked about salvation. We've talked about being in relationship with Jesus Christ, and this way is right. It's right. This way is right. And if we can declare that, that this way is right, then that means that there is a way that's wrong. Anybody hear what I'm saying this morning? We're talking about the way of God. Jesus Christ is the right way. That means that there is a wrong way. And so we as men and women of faith, have to discern and know the difference. And we have to be sure that we stay on the pathway that God has set for us to be on. And when we are in that way, and when we walk that way, we can be sure that we will have, and we have been promised, the peace of God. The peace of God. He says it that he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind, amen, is stayed on him. Anybody ever heard that? 
God will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. This way is right. Have you ever questioned your salvation? Have you ever questioned your commitment and your devotion to God? Have you ever wondered if you are really on the right pathway? Have you ever desired uh, to know and to be sure that the choice that you made to follow Christ is the right choice, that this is the right way? Have you ever thought what would happen if you lived your life and you come to the end of it and you find out that this was wrong or you find out that um, you were wrong? How do we know that this way is right? The way that we know that this way is right principally rests upon our faith. We have to believe the word of God. And here in Isaiah, his name is interpreted. The Lord is salvation. Isaiah is declaring and preaching by his own name that the way of salvation is through God. And we don't really see and read the name Jesus in the Old Testament, but Jesus is buried throughout it. Everything that we read, when we talk about God, when we talk about the Lord, we're talking about Christ. And he is the way of salvation. And this is the song that Isaiah has written. It's a song of the redeemed. This is a song of celebration and trust in God. This is a song where Isaiah speaks to the faithful that are waiting for the moment of redemption. They are waiting. We read down in verse 20 of this same chapter of Isaiah 26. It says, go home, my people, and lock your doors. He says, hide yourselves for a little while until the Lord's anger has passed. It says, look, the Lord is coming from heaven to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will no longer hide those that have been killed. They will be brought out for all to see. Isaiah looks forward to this day of redemption. He looks forward to this day of justice. And we, as we live in this time, we see there is great division. There is great dissension. There is great contention. There is great conflict. There are many situations where there is confrontation and there is disagreement about what's right and what's wrong. My Lord, there is this moment in time in our world and in our country to be Pacific where we elect someone to represent us every four years and this one is seems like it's different than a lot of the other ones and that it almost like it's not a really good choice y'all not saying nothing today because whatever side did you own as you identify with how you registered neither one of them are right I think I'll preach this morning. If you look at the scripture and biblically, 
There is no political party that's God's party. Y'all not saying nothing. God's party is not a party at all. It's a kingdom. It's a relationship. And it doesn't matter how we are registered on paper. If we don't have Christ in our heart, we are wrong. If it doesn't matter uh, what party we've identified with, if we have not come and been pardoned by the Lord, if we have not repented of our sins, we are in the wrong. And so some of us are torn right now, and we really don't like what we see in and who's out there. But we know that when we on the Lord's side, it doesn't matter who's in charge in the natural. God is never wrong. God is always right, and he's always on the throne. Praise the Lord. I said he's always right. And he's always on the throne. And sometimes when we look at this place we're in in our life, we are tormented and we don't really have a lot of peace. And many of us right now, we're troubled. Um, just this week, there's been another um, legal proceeding and matter, and the outcome is very disheartening that people can do and what's wrong but it seems like they're getting away with it y'all not saying nothing there's injustice and depending on who you are and depending on who you know it can have a great deal with the outcome and so some of us, we're discouraged, and we don't really trust our systems of government. Y'all not saying nothing. We don't trust our leaders, and I don't care who you know and how eloquent they talk. We need to stop looking at the surface of a thing, and we need to look at the spiritual. We need to look at the underlying motives because there's a lot of folk, I'm going to tell you, that's out there that's this on the stage, that's in these offices, they not right. And it don't matter if they black or white. Y'all not saying nothing. And we sometimes get caught up on the color. But listen, it's not a color thing. It's a character thing. I'm going to preach this morning. This is a character. This life is a life of integrity. And it requires character. And it requires a relationship with Christ because none of us are right in our own strength. None of us are right when we are not blood washed and when we don't live like we've been blood bought. My Lord, what is the right way? I declare to you that this way is right, the way of salvation. And it has to be like the Bible. Praise God. He says our city is strong. 
Listen, we look at our city and we look at our state, we look at our country, we look at our world. It's, it's really not that strong. But Isaiah wasn't talking about Egypt, uh, Rome. He was talking about the kingdom of God. And when we look at our broken systems and our broken institutions that many of us trust and we count on and we rely on to help us, they're not perfect. And I found myself many times uh, to trying to be a part of this and be a part of that and get in it and realize that it ain't right. Help me, Holy Ghost. And so many of us are trying to find our way. And in the process of trying to find our way, we get further and further away from his way, from God's plan, because we're trying to meet human standards, and we're trying to fit in. I was talking to my wife about this, that if we look throughout the Bible, God always used misfits and people that men rejected to bring forth his will. And many of us live in this place where we're trying our best to fit in in places. We've tried to do it in school, young people. And we had the privilege of having them in our worship service. Spend a lot of time trying to be accepted. I used to be like that. Uh, I wasn't in the crowd, but I used to want to be in the crowd. I wanted to be cool. I wanted people to know my name. I wanted to have friends. But listen, a lot of them I didn't have close relationship with because what they was doing wasn't right. And so I found myself not the only one that was trying to live saved, but knowing that if I'm going to be in this way, if I'm going to live the way God has said, then I cannot do what everybody else is doing. I can't go where everybody else is going. I can't say what everybody else is saying. I can't live like everybody else is living. Somebody told me about Christ. Somebody told me that I needed to repent, that I needed to be saved. And I took the belief that this is the right way and I've done my best to stay committed to it. There's so much going on right now, politically, spiritually, financially, socially. There are so many adjustments we've had to make. Just in the past few months, the majority of this year has been different and difficult. Many of us are in places of choice and decision. Some of you have made some very important and critical decisions that will impact your future for years to come. Life is full of choices and decisions. It's full of adjustments from the time we are born till the time we die. We have to change and adjust, but how do we make sure the changes and the adjustments we make stay in alignment with God. Most of us spend our life trying to find our way. This refers to knowing what our purpose and destiny is, seeking to do all the things to keep us on the path that will produce the best results. It's easy to look backwards 
and question decisions. But how do we look forward when we walk with God to be certain that we are on the right path, to be certain that we are in the right place, to be certain that we are at the right time among the right people to produce the righteous results that come when we establish ourselves in faith and position ourselves in the kingdom. If we read Isaiah 26 further, it says that in verse 7, those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. And that's almost a little bit misleading because you have to read it the right way. At times, the path of the righteous doesn't seem smooth. All right? At times, the path is not easy. At times, the path is rough. At times, this way is tight. But the Lord says, God, who does what is right, he will smooth out the path ahead of you. Thank you, Lord. He says, I'm going to smooth out the path ahead of you. So what does that mean for us? Don't get off of it. Stick with it. This way is rough. This way is tough. This way is not easy, but this way is right. Have you ever noticed it's easy to do the wrong thing, but sometimes it takes everything to do what is best and right. But we've got to stick to it. God's methods. Thank you, Lord. We've got to stick to and stay obedient to the word of God. These are my three points. Obey the word. Where did you get that from? Isaiah 26. What did it say? Verse 4. Trust in the Lord always. Praise God. He says you'll keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. For the Lord is an eternal rock. Obey the word. We read in verse 8. It says, Lord, we show our trust in you by obeying your law. How do I show? How do I know that I am on the right way? Am I obeying God's word? Are you obeying the word? Thank you, Lord. Now, what happens when you obey the word? Sometimes the very opposite that you want a thing to go, it goes. Y'all not saying nothing. Y'all going to help me preach this morning? Sometimes when we obey the word in this flesh and in the natural, it don't look right. <laughs> and sometimes it don't feel right. But it is right. And we have to trust the process, trust the truth of God's word spoken. This is what we need. I say obey the word. But it means truth and trust are required. Y'all not saying nothing today. Truth and trust are required. Look at the context of this. Isaiah is speaking to a people who are surrounded by trouble. They are surrounded 
by evil. They're surrounded by wickedness. Where do you find that? We read further in verse 10, it says, Your kindness to the wicked does not make them do good. Although others do right, the wicked keep doing wrong and take no notice of the Lord's majesty. What is he implying here? That I can be living in the way and I'm having a hard time and there's a rough time, but I can see others who are not, who are doing what's evil and wicked and look like they're having just a smooth Everything is going well. They're doing well financially. They've got all kind of friends. Listen, they are prospering. Listen, you say, I'm trying to live right, but I'm, 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 I don't have money. Listen, I'm trying to live right, but I don't have the connections that everybody else have. Listen, don't let the devil fool you about what you see happening right now. So oftentimes, as a believer, we will be in a position where it looked like you were wrong. Help me, somebody. It looked like you was a fool. You were crazy. But listen, don't let the devil fool you. We've got to know who we are. And we've got to obey what God has said. And we've got to know that our city is strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. So what does that require of us? My third, second point is to live a life that glorifies his name. Hallelujah. Your life, what does that mean? Your time should glorify the name of the Lord. Does your life glorify God? My God today. And what is our life? Our life is eating, our drinking, it's our where we go, it's who we go with, it's what we do, it's what we read, it's what we listening to. Is it glorifying God? Help me, Holy Ghost. It's what we're talking about. Is it glorifying God? This way is right. Spend your time doing what honors God by following his wishes and commands. Be a worshiper, be a worker, be a warrior. Thank you, Lord. Not a worrier. He says he'll keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Listen, you can be in the midst of chaos, and we're really in that right now. And let me tell you something, and I'm preaching this message for a reason. And I'm not a doom and gloom person. I'm just telling you, this is not going to change anytime soon. And what you see happening in our world is going to get worse, and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse. I keep telling you, COVID-19 is nothing. Listen, what you see going on in the government, it ain't nothing. You haven't seen nothing yet. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And you've got to be sure about your relationship with God. You've got to be sure that you're on the right path. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You, you don't need to be in a place where you're questioning whether I'm coming to church tonight. Church or not is doing me any good. Where you're questioning 
whether living like the word have asked you to live is any good. Where we're questioning if God is real. This isn't the time for questioning. It's the time to know. Thank you. That even when things are crumbling around you, that there's something within you, there's somebody that's in you that's eternal and that's a rock. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The songwriter said, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Listen, you can't depend on man. You can't depend on your job. You can't depend on the system of education. You can't depend on science. You can depend on him. This way is right. You Sometimes you can't depend on your husband. You can't depend on your wife. You can't depend on your children. But you can depend on him. You can count on him that he will see you through, that he will protect you. You ever called 911? Sometime I had to call, and it seemed like it took them forever to get there. Listen, some of us, we are waiting, and we're trusting in this world system. But listen, there's a name that's above every name. There's a number that is never busy. Listen, there's a place. There's a place that you can go in God. Listen, they may not let you in on Air Force Base. You don't have one of those cards. They got a store out there. You can go in there. You don't have to pay no taxes. But you ain't getting in if you don't have a right to be there. Listen, I don't care what kind of fortresses they got underground in our government. Listen, if you're not having that security clearance, you ain't going in there. But listen, some stuff going to happen. And listen, you may not have the money to build you a bunker nowhere. But listen, there's a bunker in God. Listen, Isaiah talked about it. Read Isaiah 26 in verse 20. He says, hide yourself. Ooh, I wish y'all helped me this morning. My, 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 my. Some of us are too exposed. What are you talking about, preacher? I got clothes on. I'm not talking about what you got on on the natural. I'm talking about in the spirit. Some of us are exposed because we, amen, are living underneath the world system, and we are relying upon worldly, manly, fleshly, and carnal information. But listen, it's time for you to hide yourself in God. Hallelujah. I didn't say hide yourself in church. Woo. Help me, Holy Ghost. I didn't say hide yourself in religion. I'm going to have to stop preaching this morning. I didn't say hide yourself in systems and institutions. I said hide yourself in God. Thank you. They used to sing a song in the word of God. I've got a hiding place. Listen, what were they talking about? They was talking about a time and a day and a place. Listen, where there is no penetration, there is no uh, infiltration because God has surrounded you. He has shielded you. The, the, the writer in King James, he says, a bulwark. Help us, Lord. Hide yourself in me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hide yourself in me. says, come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself. 
for a little while until the Lord's wrath is passed. Anybody ever been somewhere and somebody in trouble, young folk, somebody about to get a whooping, and mom and daddy is about to take care of some business, you better get out the way. <laughs> Listen, uh, sometimes we do our best to be kind and speak nice. Sometimes you got to change the tone of your voice. And I know what they said you're not supposed to do, but listen, I know what the word of God say. This is this way is right. The reason why we got problem in school now is because they took the paddle out of there. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I don't care. It's being recorded. We live streaming. Some of the problems we got now, a lot of them in the world, is because we don't do and we don't follow this. Thank you. But, but the point I was trying to make is, when somebody about to get a whipping, you better get out of the way. You're going to get it, too. <laughs> Y'all not saying nothing. Listen, ain't no sense in trying to get mama or daddy and try to stop it. That belt going to fly and hit you. And listen, there's some stuff going on. God is tired of it. And he said here, and he told Isaiah, there's time. I want my people to hide themselves in me. Listen, what is he saying? There'll be things happening around you. There will be things happening in the world. Things may seem like they're falling apart and chaotic, but those my children, my people that have covered themselves, that have come into a place of covenant and relationship, listen, things can be going on around you, but he says, I'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind has stayed on me. You'd be surprised. I don't have all the statistics, but even in this moment right now, how many folk have committed suicide? How many folk that have developed a drinking problem? How many folk that are depending on substances and all types of things to cope, to get them through this time? How many people, they said that the number of people calling these numbers have increased because people don't know how to deal with this situation. There's people in isolation, and they can't handle it. Listen, you better learn how to handle isolation. Because the closer we get to the coming of Christ, sometimes the closer and the more you're going to feel like you by yourself. Because everybody's not going along the way. My Lord. And there's some folk... And there's some place, places, there's some things, there's some people we're going to have to let go of if we're going to keep walking with God. And this is the time, even now, there's a lot of stuff got shut down. But some of us, we shouldn't have been in it in the first place. The Lord said, listen, see, I've given you a break. You ain't got to go to the meeting. Y'all not saying nothing. We ain't doing no gathering, that kind of gathering. And so listen, maybe I don't need to be in it in the first place. Maybe there's some things I made time for that I, I really don't have any time for God. And I can't do what he wants me to do because I'm doing it my way. Hallelujah. This way is right. There's a lot of stuff. You've noticed the traffic this morning is so light. Why? Because people at home in the bed. We're not going to church. Listen, this when we've called it out of our life. There used to be a time, and I'm going to let y'all go. We used to be in church all day, and did nobody have a problem with it. Help us, Holy Ghost. 
and people was getting saved. They was getting set free. And that's the thing. We get a lot of people come, but they leave this place just like they were because we don't spend enough time with them. This way is right. Hallelujah. And we've gotten away from it, and it's time for us to get back to it. How do we get back to it? Obey the word. Trust the process. Live a life to glorify his name. And then verse 9, earnestly seek out, search out his way. It says in the night, in the morning, consistency in your relationship with God. We have to do better, saints. We've got to do better. Trust in the Lord always. This is a life of prayer. It's a life of worship. It's a life of fasting. It's a life of holiness. It's a life of faithfulness. Praise God. It's a life of righteousness. Thank you, Lord. I thank God for this time. I thank God for this space. Why? Because it's helped me to recalibrate some things in my life. Spending too much time, some of us on the job, letting the Lord shut that down for a bit. Spending too much time hanging out the places we want to go. Can't even go to the movie theater. There ain't nothing playing new this right now. Praise God. A lot of the stuff that have pacified us the Lord have given us time and space to get some things right, to get back to him, to come closer to him. Thank you, Lord. This is the right way. Hallelujah. I'm done preaching. I've preached too long. This is the right way. This is the right way. Hallelujah. Some have walked away from it. You'd be surprised how many folks say they saved and they love God. They don't even go to church no more. Because they say ain't, no, ain't nobody right. Listen, that was a place in my time I thought that too. But listen, his way is right. His word is right. Thank you, Lord. This way is right. Hallelujah. Don't miss this time. Don't miss this moment. We will never get this time back again. Our world moves so fast. Things have slowed down a bit. Now, I know we're trying to go back to normal. But things are not normal. Hallelujah. God loves us. He cares about us. He wants us to bless us. He wants to help us. He's not out to get us. But he have a way of getting our attention. He wants us to come back to him. Listen, he knows how to deal with the proud. He says he humbles the proud. He brings down the arrogant city. Listen, if we don't repent, if we don't get right with God, we in trouble. And we in the kind of trouble that Baal won't get you out of. We in the kind of trouble 
that's in eternal trouble if we don't change our thought life. We don't change our patterns and our behaviors. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Allow the faithful to enter. This way requires faithfulness. Too many of us, we're not faithful. We need to be faithful. What does that mean? It's not something I go in and out of. I'm consistent in my relationship with him. Praise the Lord. Lord, I want you to help us today. I want you to help me today. God, it seems like the world is falling apart. But I believe and I declare that our city is strong. We're talking about that city of peace, that place of peace, that place of prosperity and promise, of purpose and destiny in your kingdom. And we thank you today. Open the gates this morning. We thank you, Jesus. You said you're the gate. You said all who are righteous and faithful in a Lord, we want to come into this place of fellowship with you this morning.